peace and many blessings. Oh, peace and many blessings. I'm so honored to be given this privilege to share a word to you all. But first of all, I want to thank the entire church, the pastors, and the leadership, as well as my executives. God bless you for giving me this opportunity. Let us pray. says they are spirit and life. Therefore we pray and we ask that let your perfect will be done in our life today as we listen to your word. I step aside that you may use me. I decrease myself that you may increase in me. Take more of me Lord and give me more of you. In Jesus precious name I pray. Amen. Let your light shine. It's very deep. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor, say, let your light shine. Today, by the grace of God, our light will shine, even to the outermost, in the name of Jesus. Our main scripture is taken from Matthew chapter 5 verse 16, where the Bible says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. What is this life that they are talking about? Or what is this life that the scriptures is talking about? Our sister has said a lot, and she has said it all, that the life or the light is the life of Christ. 
So the life of Christ, which is the light of man, which is living in the inside of us, must come out for man to see that yes, indeed, we serve a living God. So if we don't make this light in us, which is the life of Christ, manifest, they will not know the kind of God that we are serving. Hallelujah, somebody. Do you disagree with me or agree with me? Because Christ said, I have come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. So that is to say that as Jesus Christ came and laid the foundation for us, and he came to establish us in his Father according to the will that he came down from heaven to do, he has therefore given us the permission, the utterance, the go-ahead to live according to that purposeful life that he has set for us. Hallelujah, somebody. But there is something here. Said that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. What are these good works that we ought to do or we ought to exhibit? What are these good works that we have to show for the people living out there who don't believe in the God that we serve, who don't walk according to the law of the Lord, who don't have the faith that we have in the Son of God? What are these good works that we have to do for them to know that, yes, indeed, we are the sons of light. Let's look at Matthew chapter 25, verse 35 and 36. The Bible says that, For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. God bless all the ministry in this church, the follow-up ministry and the rest. God bless you all because the kind of work that you people do out there is mind-blowing. Many people will not see the impact you are making in the life of these ones. But I tell you that as the scriptures have said it very clearly, that I was hungry and you gave me food, then that means that there is some kind of good thing that you are showing out there to the people. You are caring for them. You are loving them. Hallelujah, somebody. And love is not a saying. I always tell my people that I teach that love is not a saying. You can't say you love somebody and then leave the person to just be like that. Love is an action thing that you have to do. Love is a doing word. You don't just go there and say, oh, I love you and I know that, yeah, God is going to make everything perfect. It is good, but you have to show something. Faith without works is dead. Faith without works is dead. And works without faith is also dead. So you have to apply the two. They are twins. They work together. Hallelujah, somebody. The other day, the Lord told me something. He says that an encounter with Christ Jesus is the birthplace of divine purpose, which is manifested to any man who willingly and wholeheartedly accepts the challenge to serve the Lord. That is to tell us that if we come to Christ, the life that we live is not our own, as Paul said. The life that we live is not our own. Therefore, we have to live a life that is full of righteousness. It's full of holiness. It's full of the things of God. Hallelujah, somebody. But if our life is not showing forth, then therefore, that is, that is to say that the life which has been given to us, we are not making that light shine. How can you lamp a light and then put it under a basket? It is impossible. 
you have something inside of you. What you have inside of you must come out. Many of us, we are gifted. Many of us are gifted. Many of the youth here, we are very gifted. But we seem to hide in our shell and in our corner. We seem to be afraid of exhibiting the power and authority or the giftings inside of us. If I hadn't come to Christ, I, would, I wouldn't have known that I could stand here one day and talk to mighty men and women of God like you. Because some time ago, I thought that it was impossible. Because I was living in a crazy world. I was living in a crazy world. But then the Lord said, "Ah, for you, I knew you. As he said in Jeremiah, he said, I knew you when you were clothed of blood in your mother's womb. I knew you and I ordained you to be my prophet. So therefore, the thing that the Lord has deposited inside of my bones, inside of my belly, and inside of my blood will manifest no matter what the devil does. I fear nothing. And then I said, Lord, if it is indeed you have called me to be among the chosen vessels, I don't know how to speak good English. I don't know how to read and write. I don't know how to pronounce certain words. So how will you use me to speak to your people if I don't know how to do all these things? And he said, do you know the Holy Spirit? I said, Lord, unless you tell me about him. And he said, the Holy Spirit is your teacher. So when he comes, he will teach you everything you know. I, I didn't have the courage to talk to people. I was a very shy type. But when the Holy Spirit came to live in the inside of me, he made that light, which is in me, which was the life of Christ, he made it come out. And when I stood and I was speaking to my, my colleagues, they would be like, ah, what has changed about this guy? It seems that like he seems to get everything on point. What is happening? Because when our teacher calls me to talk or give an explanation to something, I will just be looking at his face like this and then he will just ask me to just sit down because he knows I will not talk. But when the Holy Spirit came, when the life of Christ came, this man became a new man. And now today, I, I am not shy, I am not afraid, and I don't care about the, 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 the stigmatization of man. I don't care about the, 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 the reproach of man. But what I care about is the things that God has made purpose for, purposely for me in my life. And no matter where I go, I will let my light shine. No matter where I step my foot, I will make sure I take over that place as my own possession. And the light of Christ will always shine and overcome every darkness in the place. As a child of God, you must dominate. You must dominate. I see a lot of people, I think on Sunday after church, I went for lectures. And then I met this woman in the church room. She's from, she, she went to church and then. She was coming back. And then they were talking plenty in the car. I think there was this kind of disagreement between two ladies. And then they were talking plenty. And then this woman that has gone to church and come was part of these ones. And then they were just exchanging words. And I sat down and I was like, ah, woman, you are from church. So 
What is happening? Is it that when you went to church, you didn't receive the message with gladness or you are forgotten who you are? The other day, Rev. D preached a certain message called, What is your identity? I still remember that message very carefully, very perfectly. What is your identity? Or what is our identity? You know, as a child of God, it's not everything that needs confrontation. It's not everything that you need to confront. Some people are the devil's incarnate in your way or to your way to just distract you from your journey. That's why you have to be spirit conscious. Hallelujah, somebody. You must know when to act and when not to act. You must be on time. Not before, not after. On time. As a child of God, you must make sure that every word that comes out of your mouth is a word of blessing, not a word of curse. So after they have dialogued and exchanged words, and I was like, oh God, have mercy on us. And then the woman was a nodner, the, the one that this church woman was dialoguing with. Was a nodner, and then she spoke her language I didn't understand, but the only thing I heard was bad luck. She said a woman is a bad luck. And I was like, wow. How can we make an impact in the life of unbelievers if we ourselves are attacking them with our own speech? Let's look at what is written in First Peter chapter 2, verse 12. 1 Peter 2, 12. Having your conduct honorable. Can I have it in the old King James? Having your conversation honest among the Gentiles, that whereas they speak against you as evildoers, they may by your good works, which they shall behold, glorify God in the day of visitation. By your good works, your conversation, the way you act, the way you present yourself. These are the things that you are looking at. It is not the preaching that you preach that will convince them. Sometimes it's not that. It is the life inside of you. Our, my, my grandmother used to say something that, oh, why is all your stuff wrong? So buying at the same time, I was a secret, stubborn gentleman. Yeah, let me put it that way. <laughs> a secret, stubborn gentleman. But she knew everything about me. And she said, you... No matter how hard you try to hide it, it will still come out, unless you change. And I remember the prayers of my mother, who is not here. said, Lord God, change my son for me. Please change him. And now I am here. I am changed. They will speak to you. They will speak against you. You are an evildoer. You, are, you don't know what you are doing. You think you are the right person. You are this, you are that. They will, they will scandalize you. They will stigmatize you. They will blaspheme against you. They will say all manner of words against you. But this can only be turned around for your good. If only you are honest. If only they see the good things that you do. If only they see the light shining. I went to preach. I'm a student patron of Armed Forces Senior Technical School. And I went to preach one Sunday afternoon. And then I never knew what was happening, but 
after I have finished giving the message, or after the end of the sermon, my student executive walked to me and they were like, Daddy, Hallelujah. They were like, Brother Eric, do you know something? There was a gentleman sitting at the back there. And he told us before you came that he is coming to scatter the place. And I was like, hey, like seriously? But when he came and he saw you preaching, he sat down and listened to the end. And I was like, is that so? I was like, yeah. And I was like, ah, why, why, why was he going to do this? And they were like, they, made, they were praying and then they said, every occultic spirit in the school should be bounded or should be um, cast away from the school so that they live in peace. So this gentleman heard it and he thought that they were talking about him. So he was like, today Sunday preaching, Sunday service, I'm coming to scatter the place with my guys. But when they came and then they saw the light preaching, they sat down under the feet of Christ Jesus and they were taught the word of God. Hallelujah, somebody. I always feel it inside of me that there is so much for us to do. Maybe you cannot preach like the way I'm preaching or like the way Reb D preaches. Maybe you cannot pray like Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams. Maybe you cannot heal like Watchmani. Maybe you cannot move about like Brother D. L. Moody. But I tell you that there is something inside of you that you can do for man to see and point a good finger at you and say, Ah, after this one, he is from God. Up for this one, he is honorable. Up for this one, he is different from his brethren. Up for this one, he is special. And they will say, this is the doing of the Lord and it is marvelous in our sight. I always say to my people that you don't need people to lay their hands on you before you move out there. No. Once God has given his word... Go and act upon it. Let your light shine. Let your light shine. Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6, verse 35. But love your enemies. Do good and lend, hoping for nothing in return, and your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High. For he is kind to the unthankful and the evil. I sometimes, I laugh when I hear people say that when I give my money to these people on the street, I will not get money again. They will, they will go and use it for something else. And I ask myself that these people saying this thing, are they really true, genuine Christians? Because the Bible says that if a man's way pleases the Lord, even his enemies are at peace with him. So why should I fear in giving? Why should I fear when I want to help somebody? Why should I fear? I only fear when I know that I am not standing right with God. But as far as I know that my light is shining in the Lord Jesus, when I'm giving, even, to the, the, even if the person is a witch and she's standing there and she wants to collect my money and then bring me down. I fear nothing 
That's why the songwriter said, I am not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I hear. I'm not moved by circumstances. I am only moved by the word of God. So as a child of God, I challenge you today in the presence of the Most High that you need to act according to the word of God. Don't be moved by the reproach of man. Don't be moved by the words of man. Don't be moved by any deeds or action of man. But only be moved by the word of God because it is the word of God that we stand on to declare our faith. Hallelujah, somebody. If the word of God is not inside of us, we cannot present ourselves right. That's why David said, Thy word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. How much of the word do we have in us to let the light shine? How much of the word do we have in us? How much of it? If you have as much as the word inside of you. As Jesus Christ was encountered by Satan, after he has fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, he was led by the Spirit to the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. No matter how anointed you are, Satan can show you something. Yeah? Because he showed him the whole, he showed him the whole city, everything. Everybody, you bow down to me. I'll give all to you. Said, so, that shall not worship any other God apart from the Lord your God. So how much of the word do you have you when Satan comes and tells you that go, go and steal from mommy soup. And you go and you take the meat and you chew it one side and you look it left and right. Have you looked up? Hallelujah. Our light must shine. No, come on. Our light must shine. Our light must shine. Today our light will shine even more and more. Hallelujah. John chapter 15. John 15, 8. John 15, 8. By this, my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit, so will so you will be my disciples. By this, my Father will be glorified. So that you also will be my disciples. If you bear much fruit. What fruit are we bearing? What fruit are we bearing? As believers in Christ. What are some of the fruits we are bearing? Are we bearing the fruits that the Holy Spirit gives unto us? In Galatians chapter 5 verse 22. Are these the fruit that we bear? Let me tell you, the fruits, you can never fake them. If you don't have them, you don't have them. You cannot fake the fruit of the Holy Spirit. You cannot. Because if you say you love me, then you must live to that standard. The fruit, you bear a fruit worthy Of Christ. Those are the things that Jesus wants us to do. Because if these things are not done, we'll be people who are mocked, laughed at, and then we, we can't even show our face anymore in public. Because we call ourselves Christians, Christ-like. 
we come to church, we hear the word of God, and then we go forgetting what we have studied or what we have been taught. And then we live another life, 50-50. Duality, double-minded. You hit here, you hit there. That is not a life that God wants us to live. He wants us to live a life that when he comes, he will know that, yes, indeed, I came purposely not to just waste my time by saving these people, but I came and I have found that these people have walked in that order that I left them behind for. So today, I pray by the message of God that we'll have a change of attitude, change of behavior, and change of character. I call it ABC, attitude, behavior, character. That is what we have to stand for. And it's so wonderful that we'll come to a point where we are not afraid of the storms. We are not afraid whether we are going to die or not. Because Jesus Christ has had his fullness in us. So whatever thing that we do, we do it hoping that even when we leave or we depart from the surface of this earth, there is a wonderful place prepared for us. If only we will be obedient to the call of God. I pray for you that you never miss your calling. Hallelujah. As I bring my message to an end, I just want to say that fear, not the fear that the devil puts in us, but the fear of the Lord, is one of the most important things a believer must have inside of him. Because when you fear God, you know how to approach him. You don't become familiar with God. Because some people have become very familiar with God. Because they think that they deserve to be there. Don't ever think about that. But always have your conscience very clear. A good conscience. Hallelujah, somebody. Let us pray. Jesus, you are Lord. Oh Lord, we bless you. What is man that you are so mindful of? Son of man that you visit him, oh Lord. What are we that you are so mindful about us? Jesus. Bible says, by strength shall no man prevail. We cannot do this without you. For when you are included in the equation, the Bible makes me understand that all things become possible. Therefore, Lord Jesus, have your perfect will in us. We don't want to depend on our own strength, our knowledge, the things that we have, but we want to lean on you and hold on 
to the word of truth. We ask that your spirit, O oh God, will accompany us day in and day out. Fill us, O oh God, till we overflow in the name of Jesus. Lord, help us to let our light shine. Help us to let our light shine. So that men, the whole world, will know will see and will believe that yes, indeed, we serve a living God. Thank you, Master Jesus. Thank you for hearing us. And we know by your words we have life. In Jesus' name, amen.